Welcome to The Power of Rhythm, a podcast with your host, Reinhard Flatischler, around the one thing that connects us all. Rhythm. Hi and welcome to episode 36 of my podcast. My guest today is a percussionist, composer, music teacher and author. But is also a fascinating bridge between the old traditional music of Iran and the futuristic approach of world music. He's the artistic director of the Sufi art group and composer and percussionist with the Ensemble Diaspora World Music Group in Brisbane, Australia. Finally, his healing work as a therapist, he is exploring communications through drumming and singing with young refugees. Welcome, Arash Sengene. It's great to have you here. Hello, Reinhard. Thank you so much for inviting me to the Power of the Rhythm podcast. It is my pleasure to talk to you now. Wonderful. I have been reading through your book. There's a lot of beautiful, I would almost say universal things. That's not just true for Sufism or for Iranian traditional music, but it's very universal. I will discuss about that. But why don't we just start right at the beginning? In uh, traditional Iranian music, you have also the dumbak, but you choose the daf, right? The daf drum. And maybe we first uh, present to our listeners, what's a daf drum? How did you first encounter the daf? And so uh, what was your past with it? That's right. You you had a good comment on that one. Oh, well, actually, it's back to more than 30 years ago because at that time, actually, I was very young and I was keen mm. to collect all the rhythm, especially around the, uh, you know, Iran has a variety of uh, culture, tribes, and, you know, races. So for that reason, it was a good point for me to travel around the border of Iran and visit and meet the, the most, you know, master in music, actually ritual music. So, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, it, it doesn't belong only to the deaf and uh, because that this type of rhythms playing with a variety of percussion, even in a like a ritual and chanting music. So uh, uh, at that time, uh, unfortunately, because they learned uh, how to teach the music generation by generation, like a face-to-face, and they didn't believe to write down and teach the other people like a music lessons. So I had no choice to just memorize all that rhythms during that time. And then uh, during the travel always happened by bus. <laughs> and then I just repeated, repeated. Sometimes 
between uh, seven to nine hours for myself to memorize all the pattern. And then as soon as I arrive uh, in my hometown, and then trying to write that. So this journey, uh, it took uh, actually more than 30 years. So until now, when I uh, migrated to Australia, I decided to write them in an academic and classical, you know, uh, actually notation. Okay. So, uh, yeah. The, the Duff is the only uh, drum that I know that has rings inside that give that special snare sound or whatever. You go, what's the significance of this? How did they come up with this? That's really good question, actually, because Duff is so simple in, in terms of the structure, the body structure. So for that reason, it's helped the percussionist to use most of the techniques that the, the players can to, can do. So for example, at the very, very uh, beginning shape, it's only just a frame and uh, a few rings. And uh, in a natural uh, structure, use the goat's skin because Goat skin is quiet, you know, soft and acoustic. But nowadays they use the synthetic skin at the moment, which is not too bad. It's very similar to the natural sound. Yes, that's right. Yes, it's behind me as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> just showing uh, our listeners how that you know looks because not many people might have seen it off. So, for sure, yes. And then uh, uh, it's uh, the, 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 the beginner's death back to many, many years ago, maybe 2,000 years ago, uh, before Islam arised in Iran or Middle East. So at that time, it was kind of, you know, the uh, ritual things. For example, women especially played death to, to have a, you know, uh, harvest from the farm, something like this. So it, that was the different approach to, to the, uh, deaf, you know, all, always players. But, uh, during the, the long time, it's changed as a main and, uh, very, very, you know, uh, specific rhythms for the Sufism because they use the chanting. Uh, and then playing the patterns uh, to support the chanting. So gradually it's become as a Sufi frame drum now. So there is actually a miraculous difference. Uh, the traditional Islam almost does not allow music, while Sufism always was kind of, you know, in love with music. And Correct. <laughs> Correct. That's a really good, good and very specific point to this one. Because uh, when Islam arrived in Iran on a different part of Middle East, they always collect all the cultures. So music doesn't belong to Islam. So music is part of Persian ancient culture. So Sufism just the, the actual philosopher of the Sufism trying to join these beliefs together to have a better approach. That's a really good point, actually. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, uh, I think it's uh, time to play a little bit for them. So I'm playing the first tune from your beautiful album, The Love and Rhythm. It's kind of you know a wonderful combination, and we'll talk about how love and rhythm is connected. This is the first tune that's called Agosh. Do I say this right? Agosh, embrace, you know? Okay. Correct. That's Agosh, uh, Embrace, played and composed by Tar Master Arash Sengene. Now, is this you alone? That's right. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's, that's very interesting. Uh, well, I just wanted to mention in some, uh, some word of this specific, uh, you know, the name of the rhythms, I just try to collect it from the Sufi point of view, because I do still believe all of them belongs to them, although they, you know, filtrate by myself, but the original belongs to their Sufi patterns. Now, I quote one thing from you that really touched me. You say, the musician, without losing himself, is incapable of making a direct impact on the audience. So it's the concept of getting lost in love and rhythm, isn't it? It is. That's very controversial, uh, that was a, po a point. Uh, but uh, yes, I do believe that. 
I mean, this is true, I think, for any culture. If you are not completely losing yourself in rhythm, which then, of course, is love, you know, then uh, you're is. not reaching anything. So Absolutely. I, in this last tune, I also heard another drum, like, uh, is this just ta or something else too? Uh, yeah, I try to have uh, the contemporary arrangement with the clay pot in Iran called Chakana. So similar to the Udu in uh, North Africa and India, but uh, the, the shape is like a fig, not like an olive one. And uh, Daf and Tumbak. Okay. But you are also a composer and percussionist for the Ensemble Diaspora World Music Group in Brisbane. Huh? So uh, you created a, actually a movie or a video clip called Ritual. What is this ritual about? Uh, I was very lucky to meet uh, the Celtic music in Brisbane. It was a very rare chance. Imagine the musicians around the world get together. Uh, well, Australia, it's so multicultural, you know, uh, has a so multicultural population. So that was the great opportunity to meet different musicians around the world, especially the Irish and uh, the musician from England, just located in Brisbane. And uh, as I said, I met them in 2015. And uh, the leader of the ensemble, Sebastian Flynn, from England, uh, he's a violin player. And he decided to invite the, the different musicians, especially from Iran and Celtic musicians. So uh, during the, this time, just playing together, uh, so we realized, wow, we have lots of similarity between ancient Persian music, like uh, the Magam or Dasgah in Persian music and Celtic music. So we decided to uh, create a combination between the Irish, the Scottish, England and Persian music. So I do believe it's very rare happened in the world because that was the opportunity in Australia. So, uh, as you mentioned, ritual is the result of the five years playing together. So I uh, wrote some rhythms and uh, basic music uh, uh, based on the lyrics, which is belongs to the Hafiz, the Persian poet, in 800 years ago. And the, the, the side of the music, like the introduction and instrumental part, part belongs to the Sebastian Flame from England. Mm -hmm. uh, I see there uh, in this project something very remarkable. You see, in politics, they try to create enemies, like Iran is the enemy of uh, the USA and blah, blah, blah. Now you're bringing everything together and we are kind of remembering that we are all brothers and sisters in music. That is so wonderful. Now, who is the woman singing in this uh, ritual? 
the lady, the singer is from Iran. She is uh, one of the great singers, traditional singers in Iran, and she is a percussionist as well. Wow. So, uh, because against the, to the, you know, wrong beliefs that uh, women have to stop the singing, so we decided to use her voice on top of that, which is very, very remarkable, as you mentioned. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm really happy with that. All right, let's listen to it. Uh, the ritual now. <laughs> Oh. Mm-hmm. 
What a powerful music, it's Ritual, co-composed by Arash Tsengene and Sebastian Flynn with the Ensemble Diaspora World Music Group in Brisbane. Now, I have a question. Uh, there are some cultures where um, women are not encouraged to play drums, but I think in Iran, uh, are women encouraged to play uh, the daf? I think so, right? That's true. Yes, a lot. So uh, you know, the, <laughs> there is a very, you know, interesting. Uh, uh, actually, the beliefs. If you ban something, people interested to move that one. <laughs> so exactly happened to Iran, because unfortunately, unfortunately, with the you know wrong policy, women not able to sing and play. Uh, in a you know public area, so for that reason, most of the young generation interested in uh, Persian music, especially uh, some percussion like a daf, tombag, and also the other side of the uh, instrumental and musical instruments. So, which is very good, and uh, I uh, I saw many many you know famous musician in Iran support them, and then nowadays they have a great platform to introduce themselves around the world, which is very nice. And this is the power of the music and culture. So I do believe that, and I always help them to into to you know you know introduce themselves as a great musician. Wonderful. Um, uh, since I have you here, I have a question. What is a Sufi and what is Sufi music? For someone who has not heard this yet, so how would you describe that? Uh, I try to uh, introduce Sufism in a very simple word. Sufism is not a specific religion is kind of philosophy it 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 is uh, believe all the religions all the belief and they uh, prefer to unify all the beliefs together that's the power of sufism and they do believe the strong step for that one is art like uh, music poet dance especially reeling because uh, reeling the dance is kind of connection between the whole, you know, uh, wave uh, on the atmosphere to the air. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, uh, you know, music is very uh, important, you know, tools for the Sufism to have a great connection between all the uh, people and human beings. So in a way, it is a, a very mystic way to explore the divinity. Directly. Correct. Right. Correct. Uh, Love and devotion. Yeah, and you have actually played with a great uh, female mystic singer, Abba 
Abida Pavin, is this the right uh, spelling? That's uh, right. Abida Pavin, Pavin is a very, very famous uh, Sufi singer in India. And uh, I'm glad to meet her in uh, De Delhi. Uh, I had a, a, a good another project uh, about the Rumi's in a land of Amir Khosrow connection between two poets in India. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, this album created at that time in 2000. So uh, yeah, uh, she is amazing. And uh, uh, if the you know uh, Sufi music interested. Uh, they can't find her around the you know world because she uh, like a Nostrad Fatah travel around the world and work with a very famous musician. I have seen her singing in I googled her and I saw her singing. It's amazing, you know, what she put out. Yeah, she reminds me of Nusrat Ali. That's right. Very, very, yes. very powerful. So let's again have some uh, of your music, and uh, it's called Ask. Is that right? Ask Tear? Tear, correct. Okay, can you say something like uh, about this composition? Is Ask a Persian name, or what does Ask mean? Ash, ash, it means exactly tears. Uh, it's mm. about the, it's uh, collected from the uh, poet. Uh, again, belongs to Hafiz, but the, uh, I, I, I like to mention this composition belongs to another Sufi uh, uh, musician. Unfortunately, he passed away many years ago, mm. but the, the power of the circular rhythm is so interesting. There is no specific bars for this type of rhythm. It's like a circular and then belongs to the poet. So, uh, yeah. Just maybe, to... maybe you can explain this to our listeners also. Uh, is there any rhythm that's not cycular or do you mean a special cycle? Uh, maybe you explain it's, this. A, a special cycler because it's changing after any you know round it means at the beginning it started by 13 or 26 and then change it to 25 23 24 23 and then the circular is randomly wow. changed and then it's uh, it's happened because of the poems oh wow <laughs> so yes. and uh, we hear this in this composition too right Great. Correct. So let's play it. Das 
Get on, dear. 
understand the words or not they really touch a very deep chord in me at least and I see many listeners hopefully too how alive is the today's Iranian traditional music scene uh, that's really good question and it's good and bad unfortunately Good thing is new generation very love them, but unfortunately there is no good platform for them. So uh, mainly it's about the economy things. They have to spend lots of money to learn music in a private institute and a university as well. And at the end of the story, but unfortunately, there is no good platform to introduce them or introduce the new ideas. So uh, I think uh, most of the, the musicians at the moment thinking to have a great connection with the different country or outside of the Iran. Although the music is part of main culture of Iranian, especially the uh, people who care about the Iranian culture in Iran. 
So uh, yeah, as I said, but they try uh, nowadays to uh, publish and distribute all the music in a like a worldwide or global mm. platform. Yeah, and of course you also wrote a book in which you actually put together uh, all these years uh, that you have been put into DAF and the research you did about it with. Like whom do you want to reach with this book? Uh, well, uh, honestly, I don't think about a specific, you know, the people or players or, or or people who are interested in these, you know, areas. Because I do believe rhythms is, is like a global language and there is no border for the rhythms or patterns. Uh, especially rhythms, uh, uh, you know, the, in, in a specific rhythms, uh, doesn't matter, uh, anyone knows about the music or not. They, they can use as a enjoyable, you know, tools or something or like a hobby. Uh, for that reason, so I try to write down like a classical notation, but, uh, I, I was care about uh, you know, the uh, traditions and, you know, the, the specific pattern of the Sufism. Remind our uh, listeners, what's the name of the book? The Rhythm of Love. How beautiful is that? And is it actually Thanks. available on the, uh, like, in Amazon or so? Can people, Correct. Yeah, it's wonderful. Correct, yes. Actually, I read it and it's beautiful stories of you know uh sufi saints you know and it seems like sufi always has to do with ecstasy also in a way yeah this, this music is meant to dance right that, that's right and yes lose yourself in the dance and connect with the divine right exactly <laughs> exactly that's right how beautiful, <laughs> how beautiful is that thank uh, you okay, so much okay last question um if you had all the resources uh, you needed to put yeah. together an event, a music event or any other event, what would you do? Uh, it's very tough question because I'm a percussionist and I do believe I have to invite all the percussionists around the world and play together with no borders. That's my, you know, my dream. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, you know, the, all the music are, you know, powerful. So it doesn't matter which, which type of music. So, but I really love the, you know, percussion and the rhythms specifically. <laughs> Thank you. I think it's a perfect answer, like to reach out and play with <laughs> everyone together. Yeah. How beautiful is that? So, uh, I thank you so much for your time and that you come on uh, my podcast. I think the listeners will really enjoy what uh, they have heard from you. Uh, thank you so much. Where can they find you on the web? Uh, what do they do? Uh, Sufiartgroup.com Okay, Sufiart.com. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, thank you so much. 
wonderful to meet you and also to our listeners uh, check uh, Arash out it was a big surprise you know to find someone so versatile from really traditional to reaching out to world music and also you doing therapy with refugees um, how beautiful is that thanks for inviting me it was very my pleasure to meet you and talk to you thank oh. you so much for out Wonderful. And also the listeners, uh, I'm sure you enjoyed our uh, episode again. So if you like us, uh, visit us at uh, powerofrhythm.com forward slash podcast. You always can leave a comment and, you know, drop a name that you want me to interview. And so for now, have a great day, a great time and keep on grooving. <laughs>